You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. HuntStand is the most popular and functional mobile hunting app on the market. With a variety of base maps to choose from, satellite imagery that is updated every month, the ability to check the weather, no property information, and even catalog your trail cam picks, HuntStand even gives you the ability to import pins and location markers from other mobile apps. Visit HuntStand.com or download wherever you download your apps. Enter discount code SN20 at checkout for 20% off. New from Moultrie Mobile, the Feed Hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin-cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, you can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. Hey, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast, where you're going to hear a valuable hunting-based conversation that's tailored for us Southern folk. If you love what we do and would like to support Southern Ground Hunting, you can visit Patreon.com forward slash Southern Ground Hunting, or you can click on the link in the show notes below. We'd love for you to join the Southern Ground Hunting community today. Again, that's patreon.com forward slash Southern Ground Hunting. You can also support us by leaving us a rating and review on iTunes. It helps more than you know, and we greatly appreciate it. And now, let's get to the show. All right, everybody, welcome back to an episode of the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast. I've got Matthew Reeves here with me. Um, Matt, what's going on, buddy? Man, just life, just summer. You know, it's uh, kind of in the lull of doing anything, just trying to catch up on all my checklists before September gets here. But, man, I can't really complain. I've got to do a little fishing and be with my family. So I'm enjoying it. Um, Fourth of July coming up. Got big, you know, got plans for that this weekend and, Stupid heat hitting the south. Um, are you gonna are you gonna be outside the next couple of days, bro? I I haven't been outside much in the last uh, this this past week. I've just been getting yeah. getting all my business work done. It's been it's been busy, dude. Just traveling. I feel like I've been in a different state every week. Yeah, um, every time I I text you or call you, you're like, I'm here, I'm there, and I'm like, man, it's a lot hard to. Hard to pin you down right now. It's a lot. Uh, we did get to go to the uh, the tethered event, uh, the five year anniversary this weekend. That was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, that was. I hate I missed that man. You look like you had a gr- great time there, bro. That it was. It was a really good time. Tethered. Tethered always kind of goes above and beyond. Uh, whenever it comes to stuff like that, like they had stuff for the kids. Um, it was just a good time. A really good time, but. Speaking of tethered, I also uh, I also got a, a new saddle in the mail. Yeah, you got a little care package. Yep. So tell us what what which saddle? What is it? The new one that they just released? Yep. The it's, lockdown. It's the lockdown saddle. 
Cloner um, of all saddles. And it is sweet. It is so sweet that I am uh, likely going to be using it this year, which is which is a pretty big deal for me because I like the Phantom. Like, I've, I just, I liked the Mantis whenever it came out. Um, and I would still be comfortable in the Mantis, but I obviously like the Phantom better. Uh, yeah. I even had a Phantom Elite. Um, I got, uh, I tried an XL Phantom, because uh, I've heard people say that they're, it's more comfortable. It's more space, so it's a little more comfortable. Tried that, didn't like it. Uh, went back to the regular size Phantom and didn't change it. And honestly, whenever, I saw the the original stuff about lockdown. Uh, I figured it was just a, a good option for some people who value some of those things. Well, I tried it on, dude, and I'm like, apparently, I value some of those things because I'm going to be changing it. Yeah, up. I, I, I when you know, I've got to see yours. I want to see what it's about. Um, I I was skeptical of of it at first. You know, I was just like, oh, they it's just a bigger saddle for for people who feel like they need more comfort. You know. Kind of like you said, you did the Manus Phantom. You tried all, checked all the boxes. I hated the Manus. Um, and that was probably because I didn't know what I was doing and I had a homemade platform. I don't suggest <laughs> a homemade platform. Um, that is, you know, they can be safe, but man, that thing when it came down and I was nervous swinging around, but the comfort channels have changed everything for me uh, with my Phantom. I, I'm on my second Phantom right now. And it's just, it's great. So to try this lockdown, I'm pretty, pretty excited about it. I like the big pouches on the sides. All right. Um, so, those, those seems cool. So here's my deal with the pouches. I freaking love them. Um, and I didn't know if I would just because, you know, they're kind of big. I carry camera stuff. And so I've already got a, a pretty big pack um, most of the time. And I carry the, the, um, the Everly Stock X2. X2. And so it's kind of, it's kind of big, you know, it's bulky ish. So, um, I didn't know if I'd like these big pouches. Well, the pouches are just like in the perfect spot and the right size that I can fit my camera arm and fluid head in one of those. Um, I can fit ropes and everything else in another one. And so I'm yeah. like, you know, I, I could potentially be able to carry all myself filming equipment not potentially i mean i know i can with this lockdown saddle with the the stirrups i guess is what it's called the the shoulder straps um because it's yeah. made to to take the uh the predator platform and you can do the predator platform and that can carry your sticks and your platform uh and you can if you need extra space you could put some uh like molly pouches or something pouches the yeah the small when they i have one of those molly pouches and it's attached to my everly stock you know it keeps all my batteries and stuff in that when they introduced that that just kind of opened everything up for me i i was looking at some stuff but i I couldn't really find anything but man you and i've been going back and forth about packs and what we are going to try to do this year you know i bought a new camera um i'm trying to go a little lighter just because i was carrying a lot of weight and mm-hmm. just a few items you know it's not like i'm carrying the kitchen sink in the woods i'm fairly you know minimalist when it comes to to get in the woods besides you know layering uh later in the season um but i think we've got some ideas of how we're gonna 
maximize, you know, the the stuff we bring to bring the littlest. I mean, we sell film all the time, you know, every hunt. So it's not like we can have this skeleton pack, needless to say, and leave our leave our filming gear. We need a skeleton pack with filming gear. And um, I think we found it. Yeah, Tethered's making stuff possible, man. And uh, and that's why I like them, because they're, they're guys who do like we do. Um, I was actually talking to Greg yesterday, I think. Uh, Greg, Godfrey, Greg Godfrey from Tethered. We were talking about this new saddle and, uh, you know, kind of what our potential setups would be. And he was like, I think he, he told me he did a weight um, with his total setup like sticks platform predator pack lockdown saddle everything and it was like i can't it was like under 15 pounds it was like and that's yeah i know i'm i'm carrying at least 30 to 40 pounds i know i am yeah and and that's like it's like everything dude so it's it's pretty cool and then of course they've got the the carbon fiber uh platform that'll be coming out at some point Mm -hmm. um Dude, lots of new stuff from Tethered, actually, this week. I mean, the Scorpion. Yeah, they released that, yeah, the little drop-down thing. Mm-hmm. The, the gear getter, when you drop something from yeah. the tree, you can grab it. Um, that's al- that's almost like the uh, gear getter that Adam had. Yeah, that we got yeah, from uh, yeah. Haystack in Kentucky. The Haystack, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sure we shared that story before. Met an old dude at a diner in Kentucky. And he started selling us hunting products, and Clayton Bond bought one, and Adam bought one, and it was like this tiny little, like treble hook type deal, a little bitty, but it was sharp. And he claimed that it could pick up a, it was so sharp it could pick up a phone by the glass, like, like it would if you could get underneath it, it could get a grip on the glass. That's what he claimed. I don't yeah, know. I have to be pretty desperate to risk scratching my phone you know i just yeah climb out but like you drop i've dropped my phone a couple times makes makes me nervous i've um, never done that. i have seen a thing i've seen a thing that i that i've been wanting to get it's like a rubberized thing that goes like a case on your phone but it's got one of those retractable oh yeah. to put on like your chest you know your chest rig or something yep. and so if you do fall it catches it so I can't remember what it's called, but I've been look I've been eyeing it for the past couple of years. Just I'm like, man, I don't need that. But did the I see? I drop my phone. Did I see something that Genesis? So Genesis just released that that little bar that goes like uh, between your um. Yeah, the hip pinch prevention. Yeah, I kind of yeah. want I kind of want one of those. It like goes between your bridge, but did I see something? That was like a little phone thing that can go in the middle of that. Yes, yeah, they, yeah, there's a clamp for your phone right there. See that that sounds I pretty think that sweet. Get, that gets a little too luxurious, though. I mean, I look on my phone enough as it is in the deer stand. At, at what point is enough enough? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> we're gonna start I mean, making let's little. Let's just get an iPad. Let's just get an iPad and hang it off the side <laughs> of the tree and watch videos. Oh man! I mean, that, well, that's what that's what we're gonna come to. I'm I'm really excited. It's it's pretty cool to see like where things were 
five years ago. Tether just said it celebrated a five year anniversary. Um, so before they entered into the space, you, I mean, you're talking about like, I, I remember that first filming setup that I bought and it was a relatively mobile setup, you know, and that wasn't even that long ago, five yeah. years ago. Um, and now we're talking what, about what, what, what arm did you have? I had a fourth arrow carbon arm. Um, okay. With the big. That's big, better than huge, what I had. They had the big, huge, bulky base, though. Um, yeah. The uh, one you know you what? Could, like, you ended up. I lied. My very first camera arm was the little screw in Allen one <laughs> that you could buy <laughs> at Walmart. Um, yeah. And it has a, 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 like a metal, it's like steel, as heavy as crap. Got a big screw out the mm-hmm. end of it. It's just not convenient in, in any or legal. I, w- <laughs> I I have mixed feelings about that whole deal um, with the screw in stuff. Um, I think it's okay, but nobody asked me. Um, I have some videos where you can see I have a screw in in the tree. Just take it out. Just don't leave it. Well, that's you- their biggest concern. I've I've talked to them about it. It, they're worried about them leaving it and then there being a timber harvest and then that messing up the product. That's what um, I which heard. Unfortunately, you know, I think the screw in steps for the lock ons is what really messed up because how many times do you walk through the woods and there's a big old oak tree with grown in metal, you know, screw in steps all the time. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's, that's what ultimately led to that. Um, wow. My first camera arm was a muddy, outfitter arm i think that's what it was called yeah it was the triangular you know base thing that kicked out and i was filming out of a climber and i had me an old amazon remote that every time i'd zoom it click it and it was just <laughs> i thought I, I thought i had the the ticket man i was like i made it i i am doing this do you have any videos that are up on the channel right now that were that were filmed with that setup? up uh no Probably, well, you're yeah, probably so I, I, I take, setting it all up. No, there weren't. You didn't kill anything. No, <laughs> I know. I bought it when I was in college. Um, there's a few videos from my on the old Southern Pursuit channel um, with it. But uh, man, carrying that in with that a climber and my big camera, you know, it was. Uh, man, I don't. I don't know if I could. You know, I, I I'd struggle if I could do it. I don't. I didn't go near as far. Um, and look at it now. I mean, nothing. We're talking about like carrying a, basically carrying everything in a fanny pack. That's pretty wild. Yeah, <laughs> it's wild. I, now, did you did you ever hunt with a fanny pack before you started filming? Um, I turkey hunted with a fanny pack before I started filming. I was big. I had one of those Badlands fanny packs. I did have. Um, I did. It was I did legit. use a fanny pack in the climber. When I when I used the climber, yeah, it was legit. Sure did. That was my bet. That was my best setup. I could I could put all my filming gear, and I just have to carry. I mean, you you've seen like Midwest whitetail videos where they're carrying in their muddy base mm-hmm. in their hand. You know, they've got the arm put up, and they just carry the other in their hand. That's that's essentially what I did. Um, and I I thought I was so cool, man. Get up there. I left. I. Going back to the little tool that you were talking about, grabbing things up, I got up in the tree one day, and I dropped the um, 
other side of the, like I had my ratchet strap. I had the ratchet part, but the other side with the loop fell. And it, I wasn't getting down. Deer were, I'd already seen a couple deer. I had to use my pull-up rope, man. I had to rig something up with my pull-up rope and, and <laughs> cinch that sucker down. Uh, um, I think I ended up seeing some deer that day I've after used, that. I've used my tether before. as I've, I dropped the strap for my camera arm. Uh, and I used my, uh, my, I guess it would be not my tether, my lineman's belt. Um, once I'm, cause once you're already strapped in, once you're already tethered in and clipped in and everything, you still got your lineman's belt. I don't wear mine while I'm in the tree. And so I just yeah. used that with the rope man and I cinched it down and then, and then, uh, cammed the, the camera arm and it actually worked. Um, hey. it worked pretty good. Whatever you can get. Um, yes, sir. You know, we could we could go many directions with this podcast. We're I love just shooting the bull. Yeah, this that's pretty much all I mean, we're doing. That's we we don't yeah, have a, a plan for today. No no tactics, you know, we've um kind of just getting back in our ground. I mean, you and I haven't talked as much as we usually do just because we've been so busy. So we're just catching up. Y'all get to hear a little bit about it. Um and got a lot coming up. Um, a lot planned for this deer season, which is exciting. We're going to hunt a lot of places. That's what's going to be fun. Dude, Um, a lot of places. That, um, that's cool. I want people to, to, like, like you said, we've got really exciting plans um, that, that are going to happen, that are happening, that are rolling right now as we speak. Um, we can't tell anybody about that except our our Patreon members. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, yep. yeah, like that's, that's about, that's about the people that, that, uh, that are on the inside scoop of everything. And, uh, it's going to be an exciting fall. I'm really, I'm really pumped about it. Um, here's, here's what I'm most excited about for this season. It's that you're going to be running some cameras. This will be like yeah. the first year that you're diving into really running cameras. Yep. Um, I'll be curious to see how that affects you because I know at the end of last year you put one up, and it was like, I got, I got a picture. I got so many pictures this day. There's this stupid limb in the way. It's triggering my camera, and it was just so cool to see like your frustrations and whatnot. Um, I've got a couple cameras out right now, and I've got some pretty cool bucks on camera, um, in my city limit spots, and then I got a couple in on public but did i tell you about my camera that got smashed no i, yeah, I, so, I saw your pictures that you sent that freak deer yeah the, the medusa that's what i call it it's a it's a they Uh-oh. them matt's name matt's naming deer around here i don't know I, now look i i named it last year when i saw i, medusa. I barely I, I barely got a picture of it and i noticed it was in velvet and what it is folks is like just imagine a, a stump um, and it's just got stumps with a bunch of little pricklies on both bases and he stays in velvet all year. I, something's wrong, you know, down, down there below the belt line with him. Um, could be a doe. I don't know. That's a, it, I, I should just call it they, them. I think that, <laughs> I think they're actually, I think like when they're cactus bucks like that, that's what they're, they're referred to. He's got like a cactus rack. Um, yeah, and and I don't know that many of those aren't does. When I see people kill them, usually they, it's a doe with antlers. Yeah, it, that's why it keeps its the fa- it's, which Medusa is fitting. It's actually if it is a doe, yeah, Medusa it, is perfect. Yeah, it's uh, 
its face though looks like a buck to me um just because it's real like shallow and veiny you know that just like really looks distinctive to a buck to me uh, or because because a velvet buck i mean i got a dang good picture you know we um i, I sent it to y'all sent it to all our patrons um all that stuff but no on the camera i had a moultrie edge out and it was where i was hunting i got names for these two deer too it was called frank and dwide um i got frank sheds for the last two years yeah yeah get get some of that um but uh i went out there i had on a mineral lick and i get there and i can't i, don't, I can't find my camera and i look and a tree had fallen and had like it didn't it And it uh, put a big old crack in it, knocked the antenna off, and I was debating on calling Moultrie, and I looked up their warranty, and it said that they uh, don't warranty that stuff. So that's unfortunate. There's a $100 camera gone, but uh, I made up for that on a little purchase this week. Um, don't, 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 share, don't share all of it. <laughs> I wish we could. No, no, no. I No, I'm not. No, I just I made a financial, took out a loan and bought a bunch more. Uh, cameras because I, uh, I like cameras, man. Well, I, I really do. Um, um, I, I've been, I've tried to be pretty strate strategic with where, uh, with what I say, you know, there's been conversations a lot about, uh, cell cameras and their usage. And I have my own opinions on them. Um, but I'm going to be, I'm going to be gone. Like, yeah. Most of the fall until, you know, uh, Thanksgiving, I guess. So I'm not going to be doing the normal hunting in Alabama that I, that I usually do. I'm going to be coming in right about the time that the rut kicks in, which usually I have a lot of knowledge built up about the different areas, what's holding deer, what, which areas, you know, the does are hanging out in, um, just stuff that I'm not going to get this year um intel that i'm not going to get but and and i was just perfectly fine with with not doing that and and whatever because i don't really have the the funds to just go out and buy a bunch of cell cameras to you know replace me going and hunting uh but yeah. well you know you can let me go to all these spots i'll give you an update on them <laughs> well if they're anything like they were last year good luck um Golly, we we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about that yeah, new season, new us. Uh, but, um, we, but we got we got a pretty, uh, pretty sweet, found a pretty sweet deal on some some trail cameras. So I, I did the same thing, and I I purchased yeah. a whole bunch of them, and we'll see how it goes. I'm, I'm pretty excited. I'm, I'm excited I about had this fall just in general, though. So, yeah, I had a buddy. Um... You know, Walmart puts stuff on sale all the time um, in their hunting section and, like, will mark it down for, like, stupid. And uh, Tacticam Reveal, he got, he went there. He owns a little buy and sell Amazon, eBay account, whatnot. It's called, Yellow, I think it's called Yellowhammer Deals or something like that. And uh, he goes, dude, I found these trail cameras. I said, what? You know, I'm expecting, like, wild games or something. No man, he he pulls out a Tacticam Reveal X, and he goes, "I bought them for twenty five dollars a piece." 
And I was like, well, put me a couple, you know, put me a couple to the side. I mean, those are $120 cameras. Um, and that just, that blows my mind that they can be marked down that low, but they're priced at what they're priced. Like, what's the, you know, what's the margin? What's the <coughs> losing point of these products? And yeah. uh, I guess if you make them in China, you can yeah. sell them for five bucks. Yep. Um, Pretty much. Just, just one of them things. Um, Parker, I had a question I wanted to ask you. Um, throughout your hunting years with saddles, I know you've had a lot of different sticks. Um, or no, you've just really used two different kinds of sticks, right? No, I've had four. Okay, okay, you've had four. Um, I've used three. Um, have you ever gotten up there and a stick kick out on you and fall to the ground like your top stick? Do you want to know more about saddle hunting? Well, you can go to tetherednation.com for all your saddle hunting needs. Tethered is for saddle hunters, by saddle hunters, and they're redefining ultralight hunting. If you know me, you know that I love to have a system for all of my hunting equipment, where everything works together, and we preach about it a lot on this podcast. When you buy from Tethered, you can rest easy knowing that all your gear is designed to work together as a system. Saddles, platforms, ropes, climbing sticks, and a ton of other great gear just for saddle hunting can be found by visiting tetherednation.com today. That's tetherednation.com. Check them out. Whether you're looking for a new knife for the field or the perfect everyday carry, you've got to check out Join or Die Knives from Richmond, Virginia. Join or Die is a small shop and a custom knife maker dedicated to creating handmade knives that are cut above the rest. They make custom handmade knives to fit any need from the field, the kitchen, or just an everyday carry. And they come in several different steel and finish options. They've also got a ton of options for the handle as well. Plus, if you don't see something you like, you can always order a completely custom knife forged to your exact specs. I highly recommend you check them out. Get yours at joinordieknives.com and use the code SGHUNT to save 10%. That's all uppercase, all one word, S-G-H-U-N-T. I have, um, but not... Uh, the first sticks that I had, that I've had that has not done it, is the one sticks from Tethered. Um, now, yeah. I will say that the... Uh, when I had the Lone Wolf Custom Gear... Um, double step sticks. I love those sticks. They're great sticks, and I would recommend them to anybody. But the uh, my attachment method, I was using the daisy chains, um, and so it's kind of inconsistent based on the tree that you're that you're in. Um, yeah. If there was a little bit better way that I could have used to cinch it down, whether it be like a rope mod or, uh, you know, I, I don't know all the different options that there were, but it was just that, that was really the only reason I think that happened. The Hawk Heliums, uh, both sets of Hawk Heliums that I've had were, I mean, notorious for, for kicking out. Man, you, you were mad, you were mad at them things. You cut them down, made them tiny. Yeah. And and I, 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 I would not trust that. I've had, uh, Let's see. I've had one full set of Hawk Heliums. I had another of when they came out with the minis. 
No. Yeah, you probably made them I make the remember. minis. Yeah, I mean, the the minis that I made were pretty great. Um, I liked them, um, because it helped a little bit with the with kicking out when they were small, a little bit smaller. The bigger ones, like my dad uses the bigger ones now, and when we were in Kentucky this last year, he had one day where he got up in the tree, and tried to get back down, and it's kicked out, and basically mm-hmm. on his on his first stick you know, underneath him, uh, his yeah. tops, his top step kicked out and he was just like stuck there. Um, yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty bad, you know? And so it's just, yeah, they're not, they're not great at it. Have you ever had it happen? I, yeah. I had it happen one time and it fell all the way to the ground. And that was when I was using a two-step aider. And so oh, no. you're, yeah. So like, I I ran my tethered out as far as it could go, and I sat on my butt on my uh, platform. And then I, um, what I do? I unhooked and shimmy down the tree. Like I just, you know how you're like, just like your toe will just be stretching, and like you're just trying to catch catch the stick. That's that's where I was. I was in a, I was in a bind, but I ended up being able to get down and put the stick back up and finish my hunt out, but. Just you know, little things like that. Do you remember uh, when we were when we were hunting South Alabama this year, um, and there was a dude that had set up kind of like right behind me that morning. Yeah. Uh, the morning that yeah. I shot that buck, and uh, whenever I walked past him, my dad came over to help me drag that buck out, and I was walking past him. And he was like, "Hey, can I get a little bit of help?" <laughs> he had he had had a stick fall. Out. I can't remember if it was a stick or his platform. One of them fell mm. out from underneath him, um, and he was like major stuck. Like he he was there was so much tension on his tether, and his tether was too high for him to reach, so he couldn't he couldn't do anything. Like it was pretty bad. Um, that that's a terrible position to be in. It is. Um, but with with all this said. You know, we've talked to kind of a little bit about our camera gear. We talked about our stick setup. Like, we've come a long way in in gear overall, and it's just wild. Like, you, I thought when the muddy sticks came out, and people were doing these lightweight lock ons. That like, that was the ticket. Like, that's that's and I and I had that. I did that for a little while. Um, it was fine, but now, dude, like I have preset hung lock ons. I hate sitting in them. I just hate sitting in them. Like, I just, it's not a, I wouldn't say it's like a safety. It's kind of a safety thing. I feel safer in a saddle than I do in a lock-on, 100%. Mm-hmm. But I feel so exposed, man. Like, I like to have something between me and the deer. I like to be hidden. Um, yeah. And, like, with a climber and all that, you just, you don't get that. Yeah, dude. I mean, we started the, we started this podcast about five years ago. Um, and so a lot of this, a lot of this has progressed, you know, with, if people started listening to Southern Ground back then, I mean, we're just, we're just the, the industry, I guess, has shifted from, from then till now is pretty amazing. Um, and it's really shifted a lot of the, the manufacturing and things have been shifted in our direction, which is pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty neat to see yeah, you, to see that you know, and and a lot of that has to do with, um, you know, th- this, I guess, style of hunting, 
kind of come into light and and people are people are flocking to it. It's, yeah, it's I mean, really you, you see, you see these bigger companies. Um, I'm not gonna say any names, but they they try to get into the same space, and they've got they've got what they were good at, but they can't really jump out into the other stuff and that that's fine there's a place for it um but it it's awesome that you know companies like tethered you know they've i mean they they started out with just a couple products and before i got on the saddle kick i i did not know how they made it i don't know how i didn't know how they stayed afloat to keep the the business they had because i was like man that these people ain't buying these tree diapers and, and going and hunting out of them. Like there's not that many people doing it. And then you, you know, pull the curtain back and you see the potential um, of what's happening. Now I look at them, they've got more products than you can look at on their website, um, you know, from, from packs, turkey vest, and they're just getting broader and broader. And they're all quality products. They just they um, just built and and opened basically a a huge warehouse facility. Like like it's a it's a it's a large company. We've we've gotten to see yeah. we've gotten to see companies like that go from startups to like freaking industry leaders. That's pretty and, sweet. And that's and like the event you went to this past weekend. Like I just saw the clips you know, the highlights of it. I'd, I'd have loved to have been there just to see the, they, I think they had a table that I saw and it was like the evolution of the platform and what it uh, was, what it is and you know, what it, or what it, what it was, what it, well, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but what it, from what it was to what it is now, that's, yeah. that's what they had out there. And just to see the progression, you know, it had the same, same central idea, but just a couple things tweaked here and there. Um, it got better and better. Um, saying that, I used to get like the old Bass Pro Shop Field and Stream magazines and whatnot, and they had a like a old ad for a guy who saddle hunted, and all it was was this guy up on a tree, not even with like a a round rope. It was just a a piece of material, and in this full suit of some kind of con- contraption. Just with his feet on the side of the tree, le- leaning at a forty-five, you know, and I'm like, "What idiot is going to get up in a tree <laughs> with that?" I- I'm that idiot now, you know. But like we were saying, it's just been tweaked so much to now it's it's a lot more feasible now, and easier to use, and just overall a better better product. Well, you've got- I think there's a. I was just going to say, you've got guys like Austin with Genesis 3D printing um, who have now, you know, I mean, pretty much if if there's anything that you don't like about a piece of equipment from one of these manufacturers, yeah, Genesis 3D printing has something to fix it. You know what I mean? We'll like, just print it. We'll just print it up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a neat progression. And, uh, and that's kind of like. It's, I guess, maybe the theme of the theme of the show. You know, you talk about cell cameras. So when five years ago, I was probably more anti cell camera. Um, you you had to be a wealthy sucker to have cameras cell cameras five years ago. That's right. I think I, the the first few cameras I bought was when SpyPoint 
first came out and they had a budget friendly camera. And, you know, I mean, you, you, when they first came out, what, what was the company? It was Spartan Forge, not Spartan Forge, Spartan Cameras and Covert. I think those were the two. Yeah. They were like $400, $400 a camera. Now you can buy a $100 camera and it sends you what those cameras used to send you. Yeah. Um, just, just wild. Um, and then going from a regular camera that cost 160 bucks. And there's still some out there today, but now you can get a regular camera for thirty bucks. Yeah, uh, and that's that can be on the high end. I that's mean, right. there's some that are like 20, 25 bucks, and I run those all the time. Um, but man, it's it's so cool, and like we can talk. You could talk about the camo, how how we've yeah. you know went from freezing to death, and just what we thought was good stuff, and now we finally got some good stuff, and it's working, and. I'm on the hunt for some good boots. Um, I know I told you I bought those Krispies. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're for me. Can you um, send them back? I think I'm a, yeah, I can send them back. I got a 30-day uh, guarantee. Just I was going to try different. Yeah, they're very stiff. They fit, like It's like you said, I feel like I got cinder blocks on the bottom of my feet. It It's for some people, but man... You know what boots I run. I run the... I have those on clouds and then the... Uh, wind rows from lacrosse yep and if i could have those wind rows from lacrosse and they'd be waterproof like completely waterproof um i'd love them so if you're listening to this and you know of a boot that fits like a lacrosse windrow and it's waterproof messages because i need i need to know <laughs> um but i mean for the money you know those are great boots. it probably you know would be a great boot but for my style of hunting and how I, you know, move around, how I walk. Um, and plus, I was kind of buying them for work, too, uh, to kind of get a two-in-one deal. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't wear rubber boots anymore. I just, so unless I, I got to cross a creek. I have to. I have to wear them a lot since I use the boat a lot. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't really have much of a choice, but. But, um, but you don't have a long walk. You don't have a very I don't, long walk, I right? don't have long walks usually when I do that. Uh, I do have the Krispies that I use. Um, it's a little bit easier now that I'm using a boat uh, to like pull up to the bank enough and have enough stability to where I can put on all my stuff and get all my gear out of the boat without having to actually get in the water. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like yeah. You can get away with a little bit more. A kayak, sometimes you have to get out and pull it uh, to get up to the shore. And you can't really, like, grab all your stuff and balance quite as easy. So, it's it's a little easier. But So, sometimes I actually actually do use my my Krispies on on boat hunts. Uh, It just depends on where I'm at, where I'm going. But I like them. Yeah, you know, I'm not a boat. I don't... I'm not a boat hunter. I got that. I got the opportunity to, to do it with you to hunt out of a boat. And man, you get so stinking muddy. All your stuff gets mud on it. That drove me nuts. Like I'm, I was sitting there with my bow, like cradled in my arms, just so it wouldn't get any mud on it and get you know get muddy. And you're back there, just like let's go. <laughs> it's the first hunt of the year. To, you're you just, just you don't yeah, want your clean nice bow getting all. Yeah, I was just like, Gross. I don't need a scratch or or nothing on this thing. It's uh, I still got uh, that. I still got Kentucky mud on that CP twenty eight. I'm pretty sure. 
I believe it, it doesn't leave. It no, don't leave. No, it, it, it holds. There. It holds tight. Man, I wish we'd got Andrew falling on camera on that bank when he was slipping. <laughs> because dude, I was the I was that guy. Dude. So my first my first time to this particular place, this is we really have no point behind this podcast. Um but Love sometimes it. it's just good to get to just talk, you know what I mean? So my first time out to this place, I was uh, I pulled up in my kayak to a spot that I had marked. I did not think about the about the shoreline being steep and muddy. That's just not something that I was considering um, because most of the places that I had chosen to get out were like what looked like creek bottoms, you know, that led right down into the water. So it just wasn't something I was considering. Turns out I really needed it. And at this point, I was still using a climber. And so I had my climber. Um, I had all of this filming equipment. And this was back when I had a crap ton of filming equipment on this first hunt. And it's an evening hunt. And it's hot. And dude, by the time I got up this basic, this steep, muddy ledge, I thought I was going to die. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I had made it. I'd officially made it five yards away from the truck, but I just, or from the, from the boat, but I just kept slipping and sliding and dropping my stuff and cussing and just, God, I was so mad. About Um, the time you think you get, got footing, it, it gives way. Like you go to trust it and man, it just, it leaves you. It does, man. And the, these hunt, that hunt was, that particular hunt was in September. So it was hot. Mosquitoes are everywhere. And you're like, you just, I started out the whole trip. Um, basically in a bad way. And that year, um, I believe THP was also in Kentucky for an early season hunt. And, and, and this is, this is just Kentucky in general and a lot of places in Tennessee. Um, it's just slick mud, steep banks, whatever. Uh, but they had the same issue and I want to say they were using like a, like a, an anchor to throw up to yeah. some trees and then climb up. Uh, cause it was yeah, bad, like repelling, yeah. repelling down and going up. Yep. But, but it, it, it's, we've come a long ways, Matt. <laughs> we've come a long ways. We, we have. And that's, it's fun to look back on and tell, tell the stories. Um, you know what, you know what you else know. is fun? What? Uh, getting new bows. That's fun. Yes, getting you bows. Can I come see you yet? Has everything come in yet? Not yet. Are you kidding me? Not not quite yet. <laughs> so so you I may shoot. You may have uh I, I don't know if the if the ad is gonna play. Actually, you know what? Let's let the ad play right now. This episode is brought to you by Bowtech industry leader in cutting-edge archery technology. Now, I've got to tell you about the new lineup of bows for this year, especially the new Carbon One, which is what I'm going to be taking in the woods this fall. The Carbon One is equipped with Bowtech's game-changing technology, the Deadlock Cam System, designed to be the quickest and easiest way 
to achieve perfect aeroflight without the use of a bow press. The strategically engineered carbon riser paired with the orbit dampeners will have this bow feeling completely dead in your hands. And if the Carbon 1 isn't your style, Bowtech has a solid line of other new bows for 2023, like the SS34, the CP30, and the SX80. You can see Bowtech's full selection by visiting bowtecharchery.com today. So, now you've heard an ad for Bowtech, and we actually started this uh, partnership with them last year uh, for video stuff, and they're going to be joining the podcast realm with us, and uh, and so we've got some freaking sweet Carbon Ones, and uh, we're still waiting on a few things, but um, man, I was talking to the, to the Patreon guys today. I was like, you will never hear me complain about any partnership ever, but whenever, <laughs> like, whenever you really, really want to go out and shoot, and yeah. I, I could shoot the bow that I'm going to be shooting this year if I had everything, or, or I mean, I, I could shoot the, the bow that I had last year, that I used last year, my CP28, but I'm like, I don't want to get out there, get comfortable shooting that, and then have to switch to this other bow whenever I... Yeah, so I'm just like, all these guys are talking about going out and shooting and practicing, and I'm like, uh, I just got to look at this beautiful bow, but I will say it is sexy. It is sweet. That's, you know I'm a fan of a carbon bow. Like, yep. I've, I've shot a carbon bow since I got out of my youth bow. Like, that's just it's what I do. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to see how it, how it feels. Um, I'm excited about the color. I haven't even taken um, yours out of the box, man. I know, man. That's that's so nice of you. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm pumped like, about this partnership, though. I, I it really may be like pink. this company. Yours is maybe pink. pink. I, I I probably have a surprise in there. You got the Eva Shockey edition. That's exactly right. <laughs> the the killer. It's gonna be a fun partnership, um, though. I really like yeah, these, I, they, these guys. It's it's a sweet company, man. They do. Really good work, and I mean, Bowtech. I took it into Jared. I, I posted that video last year, and and like uh, bow nerds like Jared, like the guy who's been working on my bow, like uh, Jordan Pope, who's been on here. Guys like that seem to really like the the technology that's in a in the deadlock system, uh, the deadlock cam system with with these Bowtechs, a lot of the newer ones, and so you know, I mean. Yeah, I'm a fan, huge fan. Yeah, I'm. I like, like you said, I like, I like what they do, um, what they're about, kind of their mission behind everything. And like you said, we'll have them on in the future and talk about it. And just really, you know, I know there's a lot of different boat companies out there. Um, everybody can be a little biased towards uh, one or the other. They're all about the same. Um, yeah, everybody makes a great bow just, these days. It's all about the person who's holding it, man. That's right. Mm, it's all about them. Sometimes he sucks, man. Golly. I've sucked, I've sucked a lot. I sucked a lot last year. <laughs> I thought we weren't talking about last year. Yeah, sorry. Well, Matt. We're going to... Uh, you know, we could keep talking and, and we could we could talk our lives away right here. Probably just... If, if, if anybody's... If, yeah, if anybody's still listening, we... Y'all are our folks. We appreciate y'all. Like, if, if like that is our group, and if you are still listening in our group, hold hold tight with us. You know, we, it's it's gonna be a great ride this season. That's right. 
for that, man. Thanks for showing up. Good conversation. Pumped about the future. Right. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast. You can keep up with Southern Ground Hunting by following us on Facebook or Instagram or subscribing to the YouTube channel. And you can be sure to check us out at southerngroundhunting.com to pick up some of our merch, read some blog articles, and all that good stuff. I truly hope you enjoyed this week's episode, and we'll see you here again next week. Remember that God gave you dominion over the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, and the beasts of the earth. So go out and exercise that dominion. We will talk to you next week.